Welcome to the latest instalment of the Building Peak Performance Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Caruana, and this week I'm joined by Tom Baum. We usually think of buildings as large, static things, but they are dynamic environments that have to manage the needs of visitors and tenants against managing the costs and environmental concerns. Like every other business, building management is seeing changes through digital transformation. But how do you digitise a building and what's the benefit? Thanks, Tom, for joining us today. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. I'm a senior technical account manager here at uh, CIM. Uh, My role is that uh, I'm an engineer that is now working across the growth team. I work on both the customer success side uh, and also helping grow the business. So one of the big buzzwords that's going around almost every industry on the planet today is digital transformation. Now, it's obviously something that's not only affecting you know, software companies and tech companies, but it's invading almost everything that we do today. So when we talk about digital transformation, what does that mean for a building? Because that's not something we often think about as being a digital thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the built environment has recently undergone a massive transformation in the digital space. So buildings are now uh, designed, constructed and operated in the digital world. This has had a huge effect and buildings are generating a wealth of data which can now be used um, to benefit customers, tenants, owners, operators. And where the peak platform comes along is that we analyse that data uh, with rules and algorithms to really tune and optimize existing buildings, um, streamline maintenance activities, and help make smart decisions around capital planning. So what used to happen before we started digitizing our buildings? So before the digital, well, the digitalization sort of era came along, it was all around uh, decisions and advice and experience of consultants and people providing um, their two cents into you know, what should be done on, 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 on a building. Now we've got this incredible access to data that provides us with a really accurate lens into the actual operation of a building. And so this has really enabled um, you know, the entire built environment to do things in a smarter, more efficient way. So what does that mean? Like smart, everyone wants to be smarter and everyone wants to be more efficient. What's that mean for a building? So, so for, for a building, um, it's all about, you know, sort of, sort of taking you from sort of like the way that things used to be to the way that things sort of, you know, are working now. Um, you, know, uh, you know, things would, would you, know, you know, turn on and off like manually. It was very manual process driven. Um, you would have like people who had these fountains of knowledge about how these buildings operate. And then when they left, all that incredible information kind of went with them. Now the data provides a much more level playing field for uh, for 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 um, everyone because it really it really enables um, sort of across the whole spectrum to give you a much broader un- understanding of you know that things you know can be done more efficiently and you can detect um, you know if there's an opportunity to do something in a smarter, better way. In the old days, we used to have, you know, there'd be a building management system and a facilities manager and some contractors who would come in and look at stuff and and make decisions about how to operate the equipment or or change the operation of an equipment. They had a whole lot of experience. They brought a lot of human insight into what was going on. How does the peak platform and data analytics, how do those two things change the way those people operate? Yeah, so... 
Uh, yeah, with the with the old school way of doing things. So, like, like as as you said, people would come to site. They would provide their two cents about you know what needed to be fixed and replaced and upgraded. Um, and it was very dependent on the level of expertise of that technician or that company or that person, which, as you know, like you know, can be varied. Um, and so, when with 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 the peak platform. Uh, we can help smooth out those those variances because the data you know doesn't you know lie or exaggerate it just tells you as it is and so we can then shed light um, into things which were previously hidden and as you said like with a with a BMS um, they're still around today and they're still used um, however a BMS was not great at analyzing itself and like understanding where the faults and the opportunities lie to do things in a smarter more efficient manner so this is where analytics has come along, and with these complex rules and algorithms, we can detect um, you know, where these opportunities lie to tune and optimize and perform maintenance in a better way, and you know, now you know, informing on CapEx decisions. So is that things, for example, if there was something going on in a building, and for example, let's say the air was too cold in one particular area, would the discussion have been perhaps there might have been a, a chiller mechanic that showed up and a pump mechanic or pump engineer that showed up and between the two of them they would argue have a, have a discussion about what to change or which device to alter or build or remove or replace or whatever. Is, is that decision now, instead of those two people in, almost engaging in a discussion about how to solve the problem, does the analytics now let them make a, a more intelligent decision about what to do? Absolutely. So, like you've you've gone very much from a reactive style of decision making and maintenance, where people would you know argue, as you said, you know about you know what the problem was, because the the buildings and the systems within these buildings are so large and complex, and there's so many components and bits and pieces to the puzzle. It's very hard to detect the root cause of a problem. Analytics can help detect the root cause of a problem, which really cuts down the investigation time. Uh, for contractors, um, it can then validate the works have been carried out, um, and it can quantify exactly what the benefit is. So you've you know had a quantum leap in you know the effectiveness and the time you know required to actually you know figure out exactly what the problem was. Um, you know we can do all of that now with the click of a button. So one of the things that Peak lets you do is effectively you're saying it's kind of like an MRI for a building and it can scan everything that's going on in the building. And instead of having two surgeons, if you like, complain, argue about what's going on inside the body, you've now actually got data that says definitively, here's where the problem lies, or here's where the optimization exists, and gives you advice on what to do next. That's right. That's right. So it, it allows you to detect the root cause of a problem instantaneously. Um, you know, previously, you know, you might, you know, need someone to scroll through endless amounts of trend data manually, um, trying to figure out exactly what was going wrong. With analytics, you can you know you, you can actually monitor the whole system automatically, continuously, 24 hours a day, to detect these problems. And it won't just detect them; it will diagnose the exact root cause of the issue. So, um, you know the the effectiveness of it um, means that you know you've we've we've massively streamlined an industry that works um, in a very inefficient manner for a long time. So one of the things with digitizing a building is that you need to collect all this information. Does this mean that somehow now someone's got to go and install a whole bunch of new sensors inside their building or change the way, install a whole bunch of new equipment in order to digitise and learn from it? No, no. Buildings, buildings are already generating a wealth of data. 
these sensors and field devices, they're already out there in these buildings. They just haven't really been utilized in a smart way. They've been previously hidden behind these proprietary systems, which were controlled by contractors. Uh, and now we're really shedding you know, light and visibility into this problem. Uh, and we're able to now extract that data uh, and run the rules and algorithms over it to now, you know, diagnose exactly what these, you know, problems are. So, you know, you've gone from, you know, uh, like four or five surgeons debating about which piece of the body to, to cut out to going, it's, it's, it's that piece right there, mate. <laughs> Does it give people a lot more confidence as well that the decisions they're making will make a palpable difference? Yeah, I, I mean, not just the decisions that they're that they're making. I mean, like just like well, not even just the quality of the decision, but the fact that they can now make more decisions in a shorter period of time. You know, you might spend um, you know a lot of time deciding about you know what's the best way forward and what's the you know thing that we need to fix or maintain. Like, how do I improve this asset? You can now you know like like access this data almost instantaneously. So. Um, you know, the benefit to, you know, everyone within the built environment is massive. Yeah, so, you know, like some of the, the tangible benefits that we provide, um, obviously reduced outgoing, so energy reduction, carbon reduction, uh, improved uh, thermal comfort for tenants, you've got streamlined maintenance, we're able to inform on CapEx decisions, uh, and, you know, these are scalable across a portfolio. So, you know, the solution that's found in one building can actually be applied across numerous buildings. And this has happened um, with one of our, you know, largest REIT clients here in Australia, whereby um, we actually found that we could um, operate their chillers in a much smarter fashion. Uh, and that actually applied to the majority of the chillers at, across their portfolio, which, you know, ended up being, you know, like in, in the hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, in terms of benefit, and then the increase on the asset value associated with that, um, you know, is you know, we're, you know, we're talking millions of, of uh, dollars here. So, um, you know, the real end benefit to all of this is actually the uh, uplift in the asset value, um, which you know, across portfolios, is obviously extremely scalable. So, really, what we're talking about here is not only an immediate benefit in terms of your maintenance costs and immediate benefit in terms of deferring capex or moving your capex more intelligently but it also increases the value of your entire asset <laughs> yeah and you know that's that's the bottom line for a for a building owner um, you know, energy reductions, carbon reductions, you know, uh, you know, really hit the op operational level. But obviously, it's the value of the building which is actually seeing the end benefit here. So, you know, when they go to market, you know, the, the increase in the asset value is tangible uh, and we can quantify that, um, you know, be because a, a better run building is inevitably going to be a more sustainable building, which is inevitably going to be uh, a, a more valuable building. Thanks very much for that, Tom. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to the Building Peak Performance Podcast. If you'd like to ask us a question or share your ideas, please visit our website, cim.io, or email us at smarterbuildings at cim.io.